0: Unfinished is the mission theme this year. After his death and resurrection, Jesus gave his disciples a mission. That mission is on the verse outside, right in the entrance with the world map there. Mark, go into all the world and preach the good news to every nation. Uh, Matthew, go and make disciples of all nations. Jesus' mission for us today has not changed. He sends us to go and make disciples. Of all nations. A few days before uh, the crucifixion, Jesus' disciples asked him about the end of the world. Jesus, when will you come back? What will be the signs of your coming? Jesus told the disciples that there would be wars, earthquakes, famines, and plagues in various places. Then in Matthew 24 14, Jesus says, And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in the whole world as a testimony to all nations and then the end will come the end has not yet come jesus will come when we finish the mission that he has given us are preaching the good news to all nations covid has shut down travel and seemed to stop gospel advance short-term teams have been unable to travel We were supposed to have a number from Ohio this uh, past spring, but but they were not able to come. Missionaries have not been able to go to their places. Churches around the world have not been able to meet face-to-face for worship services. But Jesus is building his church, and nothing can stop him. His kingdom is unshakable, unstoppable. He has all authority in heaven and on earth. And he has sent us his church to complete the work of taking the good news to all the, to all the world. The Savior has come. We sang about that earlier. He wants to bless all peoples on earth. He wants us to go, Each of us to, uh, he wants to use each of us to finish the task, task that he has given us. It's been our privilege to serve the Lord in Japan since 1984. We rejoice in how we have seen the Lord work bringing people to himself and building his church. But there's still so much more work that needs to be done. Still so many people who have not yet heard the good news about Jesus the Savior. Shortly after we arrived back in Japan this past term, we witnessed the baptism of Mr. Takeuchi at Asigaoka Church. In his testimony that morning, he shared how his wife had been praying for him Uh, and for his salvation for 24 years finally at the age of 76 god broke his hard heart answered his her prayers and saved him she shared in her uh, testimony that morning she said i did not think that god would answer my prayer so soon 24 years praying finally her husband comes to christ But I think of so many other husbands and family members of believers in Japan who have not yet come to Christ. Still so many prayers waiting to be answered. So much work yet to be completed. I had the privilege of mentoring several men who were ordained the past three years. Arthur Rouser is one of them. His father was in the U.S. military in Japan in the Navy and met his wife, Japanese, there Arthur married a Japanese, Tomoko, and they've been serving the Lord. And it was a privilege to see Arthur grow and to see uh, his love for Jesus and how God was using him in ministry. Yoshiaki Nagumo was another pastor. We had the privilege of seeing God work in his life. It was his wife who did the uh, video earlier that we saw. Before he met Christ, he thought that making a lot of money would fulfill him. He would get lots of friends, and it would bring meaning to his life. But he ran into trouble with a mortgage on his house, and soon uh, he didn't want to answer the front door because bill collectors were coming to get their money. He and his wife put their daughter in a preschool at a nearby Alliance church in Narita. We saw pictures of their new kindergarten, a a beautiful building that uh, even the city gave them some money to help put up, and he started going to church with his wife and his daughter. He saw that there was something different about the Christians. He loved going to church because it meant a free meal every Sunday after church. God took away his despair, and he was saved and baptized. These pastors love thinking outside the box and are trying new ways to reach their communities. And yet there's still a great need for more pastors and church leaders in Japan. Many pastors in Japan are in their 70s, and there's no one to pass a baton to. I think of, uh, I call him my big brother in Japan, Pastor Ikuta. He's 77 years old and uh, he'd like to step down and retire sometime, but there's nobody to pass the baton to. The Japanese church is facing a leadership crisis of enormous magnitude, with the average age of Protestant pastors in Japan well over 60. Matthew tells us in chapter 9 that when Jesus saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. And Jesus said said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest field. Jesus sees the unfinished task, and he tells us to pray for more workers. Would you pray that the Lord will raise up more pastors for the unfinished task in Japan? Jesus wants us, his followers, to take faith-filled risk. Luke tells us that large crowds were following Jesus, and Jesus challenged them to give everything to follow him. In Luke 14, uh, Luke says about the crowds following Jesus, Jesus said, If anyone comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, just even their own life, such a person cannot be my disciple. Of course, when Jesus says we're supposed to hate our father and mother, our brothers and sisters, he's not saying that we literally hate them, but he says, I want you to love me more than anything else, so much more that your love for other people seems very minimal compared to your love for me. Whoever does not carry their cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. Those who follow Jesus must learn that his mission is is more important than anything else in life. We refuse to settle for small dreams. We give our lives and we risk everything because we know that completing Jesus' mission is worth more than anything the world has to offer. We don't waste our lives on empty or trivial pursuits, on fleeting pleasures, or on fading possessions. We give ourselves to Jesus. We joyfully give all that we have and all that we are for his kingdom that will last forever. Brothers and sisters, the time is short. Jesus has given us an urgent task. We cannot be content with business as usual or the status quo or just maintaining some kind of maintenance mode. When Jesus goes to Samaria, he tells the disciples, look at the harvest fields. Uh, They had gone to buy some food for Jesus and Jesus When they come back, he says, I have food that you know nothing about. And they say, what what kind of food are you talking about, Jesus? And Jesus says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work. Don't you have a saying? It's still four months until harvest. I tell you, open your eyes and look at the fields. They are ripe for harvest. Jesus says, harvest time has already arrived. We cannot just wait around. Jesus sends us to reap the harvest. There's work to be done before the night comes. A few chapters later in John chapter 9, Jesus and his disciples see this blind man, and the disciples say, well, what happened here, Jesus? Why is this man blind? Did he sin or his parents sin? And Jesus says, no, this is so that God's glory can be revealed. And he says, as long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. People around us and around the world are living in darkness. And we must tell them about Jesus, the light of the world. A.B. Simpson, the founder of the Alliance, wrote a great missionary hymn called The Missionary Cry. It's sort of a sober hymn about people passing away without Christ, without hope. A hundred thousand souls a day are passing one by one away. They're perishing, he said. They're lost and dying in their sin. We need to pray that God will move our hearts and the hearts of all his people with faith and love so that we will boldly preach Christ in every land brothers and sisters we have an urgent task an unfinished mission people need to hear about jesus people need the lord i was telling uh, pastor sam and the others who gathered last night just how dark japan is spiritually imagine mansfield ohio here with the uh, 46,000 people or so with three protestant churches Hopefully, two of those churches are evangelical. Each church has about 30 people coming on Sunday morning. If Mansfield were a typical Japanese city, there would be three Protestant churches with maybe 90 believers altogether. Richland County, maybe eight Protestant churches, hopefully half of them evangelical, maybe 200 believers in the whole county. That's what Japan is like. Churches are small, and there's very few of them. Japan is a dark place. Three times in the last chapter of the Bible, Revelation 22, Jesus tells us that he is coming soon. Look, I am coming soon. I'm coming soon. I'm coming soon, he says. The time is short. We have urgent business, unfinished work to do. We cannot delay. Jesus is coming soon. In April, the government of Japan declared a state of emergency to help stop the spread of the coronavirus. It was not a lockdown like they had in some countries in Europe. But they strongly urged people to stay at home, to limit their contact with other people. Uh, in Japan, it's sort of common to wear a mask, like when you have hay fever or a cold or something. So wearing masks was not a big, big deal in Japan. My kids uh, grew up doing that. Earlier in February, the last day, or February 28. They announced that uh, schools would be closed starting in March. Kids went to school the next day, got their packet of work for the next month. School year in Japan goes from April to March. The elementary school across the street from where we live was strangely silent for the next three months. Uh, every morning we hear the people greeting the kids, ohio, ohio gozaimas saying good morning to everybody as they come to school, uh, pass through the gate. Everybody in Japan walks to school. There are no school buses. Uh, Uh, For elementary kids, maybe junior high school or high school students will ride bicycles or take the train if they live further away. The International Olympic Committee on March 24 made the very painful decision to postpone the Tokyo Olympics that were supposed to take place uh, starting July 24, and then the Paralympics, which would be happening, I think, right now for one year. And they're still wondering, are we going to be able to do it or not? They lifted the state of emergency in Japan in May uh, as the number of cases went down, but the number of cases since we left Japan in the middle of July has more than tripled, and there's another new wave, and they're thinking of declaring another state of emergency. As believers living in the last days, we are always in a state of emergency as we take the good news about Jesus to the least reached places of the world. Brothers and sisters, there is a spiritual battle going on. We cannot stop until the work is done. The time is short. Jesus is coming soon. We have work that needs to be done. No other name but Jesus has power to save. He is the light of the world, the only one who can save. These past five months have been strange times indeed with the COVID crisis, bringing all kinds of changes and cancellations and upheaval around the world. We weren't even sure if we'd be able to fly back Uh, the middle of July. uh, We got to the airport and there was a whole board of flights up there, but behind each one it said cancel, except for one United flight going to Chicago and our Delta flight going to Seattle that day. We live in uncertain times, not sure what is going to happen with schools and so many other things. In times like these, I think sometimes it's easy to lose zeal in following Jesus in every area of our life. I'm so delighted that you're all here today. I think for a lot of Christians, you know, uh, everything went online for uh, worship services in March, and I think some people are maybe having a little bit of a hard time coming back and all that. But Paul tells uh, tells us in Romans 12, never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Paul says, be set on fire by the Spirit. How sad it would be if we became lazy and complacent Christians like the wicked serpent in Jesus' story in Matthew 25. Remember he said that he was afraid and so he went and hid the the bag of gold that his master had given him in the ground. We must wholeheartedly pursue Jesus and finish the mission that he has given us how tragic it would be to be like a a worthless servant who wastes what God has given us. No, we must let the Holy Spirit set us on fire. Paul doesn't want us to be self-centered people who only think about ourselves. Knowing being set on fire means that we will serve the Lord. We'll have the holy enthusiasm of serving Jesus, the one who came to save us. This is what the Spirit wants to create in us. With tireless zeal, empowered by the Spirit, we serve the Lord and work on finishing His mission. Paul reminds us that ministry in life is full of trials. The next verse, Romans twelve twelve, Paul says, "Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer." Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Paul writes this letter from the city of Corinth, a place where he had experienced all kinds of trials, but he says our hope in Jesus enables us to handle affliction with patience. Not even trials or troubles should dim the flame of our passion to finish his work. So I think about the unfinished work in Japan, the millions of people still without Christ. I'm reminded of the need to pray, to be faithful in prayer, Brothers and sisters, prayer should shape the life of our church. We all know that prayer is basic and vital as believers, but I think it's one of the hardest things to do. I don't know about you, but uh, I can read my Bible, but boy, being faithful in prayer is not an easy thing to do. But prayer is like breathing. It's not some kind of prescription medicine that you stop doing when you're no longer sick. No, praying together is what we see the, uh, the church in the book of Acts doing again and again. We need to pray like our life depends on it, like breathing. We need to persist in prayer, to be faithful in prayer. Frank Houghton, who is a, a missionary to, giant, uh, to China, director of the China Inland Mission, wrote a beautiful hymn, Facing a Task Unfinished, uh, that drives us to our knees. Um, Keith and Kristin Getty put this to New Music back a couple years ago when uh, China Inland Mission, OMF, celebrated their 150th anniversary But he says, we face an unfinished task. We face an unfinished task in Japan. There's still so much work to be done in this land which is full of Shinto shrines and Buddhist temples. At times, it seems overwhelming. So many places still without a church or without any gospel witness. With such an immense task, what can we do? Houghton reminds us in his first line, facing a task unfinished, that drives us to our knees. The only way that we can move forward, move ahead and finish the task, is to pray. When we pray, we express our dependence on the Almighty God. He is the one who sends workers into the harvest fields. He is the one who opens up people's hearts and gives them new life. We look to God in prayer with faith, knowing that nothing is impossible with Him. God will bless as we pray. He will work as we trust in Him. He is the only one who can calm the storm with a single word. We cannot do that. But we look to Him and rely on Him to do what only He can do. In Acts chapter 20, Paul is saying farewell to church leaders from Ephesus where he had served for three years, a church that he dearly loved. He says he knows that in every place he goes, suffering and hardships are facing him but he says my only aim is to finish the race and complete the task that the Lord Jesus has given me what is that task? to finish the work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God Paul's leaving he knows that wolves will come in fierce wolves trying to destroy the church what does Paul do? he commits the church to God and to the word of his grace. And Luke says that when Paul had finished speaking, he knelt down with all of them and prayed. There were problems ahead. There was work to be done, a mission not yet finished. But Paul prays, knowing that the best thing that he can do is to put the church into the hands of God, the one who can solve every problem, the one who will finish his work, in those people's lives. We go back to Japan next summer for our final term of ministry. Uh, Our age is finally creeping up on us. And we have four more years to finish the work in Japan that God has called us to do. It was a joy to uh, welcome uh, our son and his wife and two little boys to Japan last year um, and to be able to pass the baton on to him as we get ready to go but what a joy it's been to see churches that we started in 1989 and 1995 thriving and growing by the grace of God. Sengendai Church celebrated their 30th anniversary last fall in 2019. What a joy to see believers we be baptized, growing, and serving the Lord. You'll see that on the next slide there. Uh, church bought a four-story building back about uh, 10 years ago. Uh, they still owe the mission some money on that, but uh, God is blessed. There's a Korean pastor who's uh, leading the church now, and the church is thriving and growing. Kawaguchi Church that we started uh, in 1995 celebrated 25 years this past January. Pastor Motonomi and his wife, Kelly, are shepherding the church well. As we go back to Japan next July... Our, one of our primary goals is to start an alliance leadership training school in Tokyo for future alliance workers. The biggest roadblock that we face in our church planning work has been the shortage of pastors. It's not easy to become a pastor in Japan. As I mentioned, churches are usually very small, about 30 people. They often struggle financially. Uh, being a pastor is not, a, uh, it's not an easy job in a country that's 99% non-Christian. Strategic reviews of our field by Alliance Missions Leadership have encouraged us to develop a leadership training program that will equip believers to serve. We need to raise up leaders who will work with us in starting new churches. And our goal is to make training available to as many believers in Alliance churches in Japan as possible. Equipping Christians for gospel advance is crucial for the future of the church in Japan. We're leaving, but I would love to pass the baton on to all kinds of young pastors and, and workers as we go. Would you pray for us as we go back and begin this Alliance Bible Training Institute? We cannot finish the task without your partnership and prayer. Facing a task unfinished that drives us to our knees, a need that undiminished rebukes our slothful ease. We who rejoice to know thee renew before thy throne the solemn pledge we owe thee to go and make thee known. Brothers and sisters, never be lacking in zeal. Be set on fire by the Holy Spirit. We have an unfinished mission. We go to all the world full of hope, knowing that Jesus has power to save. His name is worthy. He alone can save. Would you ask the Lord Jesus to give you fresh zeal? Zeal to pray and to ask him to send workers into the harvest. Pray for your children, for your grandchildren, that God will send them to the far ends of the earth. Pray for the lost around you and around the world. Paul tells us in Romans 9 and 10 that his heart was broken for his people, the Israelites. He says, my heart's desire and prayer to God for the Israelites is that they may be saved. Would you pray for the lost here in Mansfield, in Richland County, in Japan, and around the world that they may be saved? Prayer is the most important thing that we do. Would you ask God to give you fresh zeal? Zeal as you give your resources. Alliance founder A.B. Simpson said, we need to finish our unfinished work. There are resources enough among us if touched by God to save the world. Taking Jesus to all the world will take all of us. Church, let's rise up and finish the task that King Jesus has given us to do. Will we be found faithful? Will we take the good news to the ends of the earth, beginning with our Jerusalem? Jesus' words to his disciples in Matthew 24. This gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the in the whole world is a testimony to all nations and then the end will come brothers and sisters let's finish the mission the king jesus has given us to do let's pray father i thank you for your love and goodness to us lord you are good you are the almighty god thank you for the assurance that you give us that our sins are forgiven that we have new life in you And Yet, Lord, we're reminded of people around us and around the world who still do not know that good news, who still do not have the blessed assurance that Jesus is theirs. Lord, would you open our eyes to see the needs around us? Would you give us fresh zeal, Lord, to to complete the work that you've given us to do? Lord, I thank you for my brothers and sisters here at Community Bible Church. Would you bless each of them? Would you use them in their spheres of influence? Would you use them to reach people around them, and, Lord, people around the world, as they pray, as they give, as they go, and send their children and, and others to go as well. Lord, the unfinished task, the unfinished mission can seem daunting at times, and yet, Lord, we know that you are the king, that all authority in heaven and earth is yours. And, Lord, we look forward to that day when we will be gathered with brothers and sisters from every tribe and tongue and nation before your throne, worshiping and praising you. Lord, may that day come soon for your glory. We pray in your wonderful name. Amen.